and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm Lisa Bell. And I'm Candace Campos. Paramore is a historically black community in the heart of Orlando that long went underserved. In recent years, though, the neighborhood has undergone a lot of changes, and some have been very positive, but have also led to some other issues. So today we have a guest who has seen it all while also working within the community. We are joined by Neil Crozier, the owner of Popcorn Junkie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm so bummed that we have to do it over Zoom because I'm craving some popcorn and you know, you're the guy to go to. So, uh, but I can, I feel like I can smell it through the screen. How delicious your shop smells. Um, so tell us about Popcorn Junkie for people who've never heard of it. You know, what you guys do, how'd you get started? Popcorn Junkie is a gourmet uh, restaurant and uh, gift shop. We make all type of flavors and do custom flavors, but we usually carry about 31 flavors of popcorn. So you can mix and match whatever you want. We call it here, we can make whatever you want. Uh, we got started about three and a half years ago. And um, we just, from Chicago, we love popcorn, my wife and I. And I come home one day from work and say, we ought to start a popcorn business. She thought I was crazy at first, but now she loves the idea. And what would you say, Neil, is your favorite flavor, just for fun? Well, just for sure, I know our, uh, we call it a PJ mix. It's a crispy caramel mixed with cheesy cheddar. It's very popular up north, but that's our number one seller here as well. It's the sweet and salty, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what brought you down to Orlando, and why, how did you get the idea to do popcorn, of all things? Well, what brought me down was uh, I really got tired of the Chicago weather. Right. <laughs> years of uh, fighting that cold. My wife and I was coming here every summer, every winter. We was coming several times a year, and then we decided, hey, let's sell our home and move to Florida. So we did that, and uh, what made me come across the popcorn business, we really couldn't find what we like here as far as the flavors of popcorn. It wasn't really popular here. And uh, I just started thinking about, well, you know, maybe we should start looking into making our own. And we decided to do that, and uh, it's been very good for us. And, I mean, so that you've been open now for about three years, you said. Uh, this year has been, of course, one that we'll always remember. How, how are you guys doing with impacts from the pandemic? Well, the pandemic really did impact us quite a bit, especially back in March. But we started shifting our, our business to be more online than just waiting on traffic to come through the door. And so we really built up our internet and websites and uh, our marketing online. And so that really has sustained us. And then we worked along with the city. They have done a lot with us and uh, several uh, corporations have worked with us and doing big orders. So that's been a big thing to help us stay afloat. Yeah, as we mentioned, you are located in Paramore, but you're also just steps from the Amway Center, you know, not even too far from Orlando City Soccer, right on Church Street. And right. you really relied on those venues and all of the concerts and the games and everything to right. boost your business. So I imagine that's been a huge challenge. Um, but I want to also talk about why you also selected that location, because I know you guys have also, in just the three years you've been there, been really working to preserve the history of Paramore. Yeah, when I, when I found the location, we actually did do some background research and learned a little bit about Church Street and the history of Church Street as well as Paramore area. And my wife really took hold of that because we wanted to help build up the community. I used to work not too far from here uh, a few years back, but uh, I got to know the area. I used to play basketball in this area with the young people. So, I mean, uh, 
we really wanted to do something in this area. So this was an ideal spot for us, especially, like you said, we saw the Amway was at one corner, the soccer stadium was at the other corner. And so when game nights, we have a crowd that goes out the door when those events and concerts was going on. So all of that did had to change a little bit with this uh, pandemic. But uh, we've been doing pretty good. We've been, I just hired a young lady yesterday, a couple of days ago this week. So uh, we've been growing, yes. Yeah. And, pre, and pre-pandemic, how has the community changed for you? When you're just kind of seeing, seeing kind of the, the flow? Yeah. Um, well, the community has changed quite a bit. Uh, the city has spent quite a bit of money in helping develop this area. Uh, we saw a restaurant come across the street. We have one next door to me now. Uh, we see a lot of activities more that they're trying to center into the area to help build the businesses up and also to build the community up. Uh, homes are going up now. I just went with one of the developers and visited some of the homes just to see what was coming to the community. So all of that really helps in putting money back into the community as well as we worked with the, uh, I'm trying to think what they call it, but the uh, young people, they're part of a city youth program. And we worked with them and they, we hired them every summer to help work out at the Pop One store and help with the, the overload of business that we get during the, Mammy, uh, during the Magic Games as well as uh, the soccer games. Mm-hmm. There has been some criticism though to all of the changes in Paramore as people are concerned that you know we're losing the history and you know we're losing that kind of sense of community that's been there for decades. Yeah. Well, one of the concerns that I have heard just from the locals that come into the store who live in this area is the basic, the cost of uh, going up, apartment rentals and home housing and so forth is going up, um, harder to attain. But um, I did see where the city is really trying to work with those who live in the community, help, uh, help them and be able to stay in this area as well as to be able to uh, live and just enjoy life here, especially with the uh, the new school, Creative Village, and UCF and all that coming into the area. I mean, and, and we've been seeing a big focus on supporting Black-owned businesses through, especially through the month of August. Yes. I mean, as a Black-owned owned business, why is this so important? It's important to me because I was raised up in, a, in Chicago, but an all-Black area, or Inglewood to be specific, which is a very bad neighborhood. Um, but we've been able to help a lot of young people and really encourage them, uh, mentor them. I had a lot of youth that came from different schools and worked here and a lot of them, you'd be surprised their background being so young, what they have experienced at their young age. And so we tried to really work with them. My wife loves working with young ladies. She even want to start something working with just uh, young ladies and helping them to grow into being, you know, very good women and in this community. So, I mean, those things are important to us. And we like seeing the people get more involved in what's going on here in a very peaceful way. I want to emphasize that in a fun way, something that can be enjoyed by everyone. We try to create experiences here at Popcorn Junkie. Yeah, 2020 has really put a spotlight on a lot of the injustices in our country. Yes. Of course, uh, you know, George Floyd, and we're dealing it with it now with Jacob Blake. Um, he, and there has been a big emphasis um, on supporting Black-owned businesses. The pandemic has certainly hurt Black-owned businesses more than a lot of other businesses. Are you seeing some positives and, and you know, some results since this push has started to really try and support Black-owned businesses? 
Yes, I have. I mean, this, uh, I got to really take my hat off to uh, the city of Orlando. Uh, Mayor Dyer specifically, he has done a lot with trying to help us deal with this pandemic in this area. A lot of grants and assistance has been made available uh, to help us stay open and continue to function, continue to keep our employees. So I really got to take my hat off to the mayor uh, for what he's done. And then we have got a lot of help, like I said, from the city. Uh, Advent Health has been very uh, helpful in helping us stay afloat, doing things for first responders, giving out uh, popcorn and things like that for them. And we've been a big part of that. So I mean, just to be able to see everyone pulling together and trying to help out under these trying circumstances, it's been great for the community and it's given me a, a great appreciation for where I'm located. And it seems as though, Neil, that um, during, during this year, we, we've been calling it the pandemic pivot. You know, a lot of companies just trying to figure out how they can reinvent themselves, how they can, they can stay alive during this time. I mean, what's kind of the biggest pivot that you've had to do uh, so far this year? That's an excellent question. The biggest pivot we made is to create more uh, opportunities in business from our online business. Uh, we have focused on creating new uh, seasonings that we're going to be soon releasing called Seasoning Craft. It's going to go out online and we're going to have it at the store as well. That season is going to work well with popcorn and with different meats, different dishes. But we did that. We also uh, developed a subscription program for our popcorn. Uh, we've been really focusing on redoing our online business because we realize that walking through the door is just part of the business. But in this time of the, of, that we're living in the 21st century, businesses are small to succeed. They don't have to have multiple revenues of income coming. You definitely got my interest with the subscription program. I yeah. love that idea. Yes. <laughs> just have it automatically arrive at your doorstep. I love that. So you came here from Chicago and you were really missing the popcorn that you had up north. Yes. Had you owned a business before? Did you have any experience well, running yeah. something like that? Yeah, my wife and I, we first moved here, we had a gift store. Uh, we had one at the Florida Mall and one over at a Seminole Town Center Mall. So we had some business experience. I at one time worked on real estate, even though I was working in engineering. <laughs> Nighttime, I worked on real estate and vice versa. So I get a lot of experience. My wife actually has uh, two degrees. She got a degree in business. I also have a degree in business. So, I mean, there's a lot that we put into it with our experience of being managers and supervisors and having business experience, uh, knowing a lot of people. It really, really helped us in uh, promoting our business and getting it off to a good start. And believe me, the start was much quicker than I thought it would be uh, before this pandemic hit. It was Unbelievable. I mean, we couldn't keep up last year. And you make it all there at your store on Church Street, fresh? Yes, ma'am. We make oh. it every day. We've been making it all this morning. <laughs> we make it every single day. <laughs> so you smell like popcorn from head to toe pretty much 24 hours a day. Somebody told me one time. I was at FedEx. They told me that. You smell like popcorn. <laughs> Seriously? That's funny. Now, do you have like little samples that you could then offer that person and say, well, there's a reason why I do that? I don't carry those with me, but in the <laughs> store we do carry, we do hand out samples. You can try any of the flavors that you like. Uh, you can put up to three different flavors in a bag uh -huh. so people like to mix and match. And then a lot of people call ahead, you know, yeah. and uh, do some custom stuff for weddings and anniversaries and oh. all kinds of stuff. So, we do popcorn bars, and we even have sent out, but we have workers that's hired to serve at the, at 
event. It got pretty crazy, but it's a great business. What about custom flavors? What if I have like a specific taste that I want that may <laughs> not be on your menu? We get that probably every weekend. Uh, we have dill pickle that people order, which is something kind of new to me, dill pickle popcorn. We did an Indian wedding, and they had specifically flavors that they had to have, so we made it, let them taste it, and they loved it. And so, I mean, we can pretty much make almost any kind of popcorn. I mean, and if you think about it, popcorn is, is not, it's one of those snacks where you can't be, you know, sad about eating. You know, popcorn, no. that feeling of being at the movies, being at the show, you know, so, and I'm, I'm assuming with so many people not being able to go to the movie theaters, bring the movie theaters to your home, include some yeah. popcorn, yeah, right? I like my wife now, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there's your new, your new uh, business line. You guys can have drive through nights. You we know. actually do drive, we did that with the city. Okay. They had a drive-through night on top of the uh, Amway garage, Geico garage, oh, sure. and uh, we provided all the popcorn for the drive-in, drive-through nights, and uh, yeah, that's, and we got a couple of offers to do two more, actually, so we'll be doing a couple of more of them. Now, had you really made a lot of popcorn prior to deciding that you needed to open a popcorn place in Orlando? No, not not like on a commercial level, no. <laughs> I mean, that was all new to me. I had to get my formulas right. We spent probably about four months uh, really learning how to make different flavors and how much uh, the ingredients we need to make a certain batch of popcorn. So, yeah, that was a lot of research that and was done. Tell me what your kitchen looks like. What do you use to actually prepare it? You're trying to find out all my secrets, huh? <laughs> I can guarantee you, Lisa's not going to be making popcorn. Mine's always burned. <laughs> we don't use, we don't, we don't, uh, it's not small. All our equipment is large. Uh -huh. uh, 48 ounces of popcorn per batch and that's before it's popped so oh, wow. that's so then that'll make about uh, 16 gallons of popcorn wow we make a lot of popcorn we got a couple of gigantic mixers uh cheese tumblers and all kind of things like that so that we can get out right that's amazing so how can people find you how can they support you neil well they can always find us online at mypopcornjunkie.com and then they can also uh, find us if you Google Popcorn Junkie Orlando to bring you right to the front door on your Google Maps. So you can always find us and you can always call ahead and I can give out that number. That's 407-634-0042. So you call that number, it would actually uh, one of my managers or I would pick up and we can take you and direct you from there. Have you right. thought about franchising this? We have, but we are actually working on a program that's not going to actually be a franchise, but we're going to allow people to either use our brand similar to a franchise or they're going to start, help them start their own business. So we're going to have a teaching program that we're putting together as we speak. Uh -huh. We got like three or four people already who would like to start a popcorn business. And the world is big, so it's enough space for everybody. It's good to be a junkie when it comes to popcorn, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have one qu other question because I see these beautiful containers behind you and Ooh, I, love, <laughs> I love the packaging you know how did you design all that where did you get all of that my lovely wife designed everything of I can't course she did none of that I put together the business but all the artwork designs the logos the pictures she does a heck of a job doing all of those things and uh, yeah. I appreciate what she does we've been married 34 years 
That's awesome. And then, you know, speaking, we, we're both moms with, you know, with two kids. Do you guys have a drive up option? Could we call and, and kind of drive up if we can't get out of the you car? Can call or? Drive up if, well, we do um, have a delivery service that we use if you want to deliver. But if you want to call ahead, we have people that call ahead. And when they get out front, they just call the store and we bring it out to them. But right. you can come in as well. We do require you to wear a mask when you come into the store. And if you don't have one, we add them right at the counter so that we can give you a mask as well. Okay, I'm ready for some Christmas uh, Christmas oh, orders. Christmas, yes. <laughs> Has there been any uh, surprises that have popped up, no pun intended, uh, during this you know venture that you've been on that, that really surprised you? Anything in particular that you just weren't expecting besides the pandemic? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the biggest thing that um, really probably surprised me, we actually got some calls from different resorts and stuff who had heard about us, heard about us just from word of mouth without the marketing and advertising. Wow. And uh, that ended up being a lot of business that came our way just from different resorts and hotels. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you know, I know hearing stories like yours is such an inspiration to so many people who, you know, want to venture out and start their own business. And so we're amazed, you know, at, at how you, you've been able to pivot and be so nimble during the pandemic and, you know, keep your doors open and still pop popcorn every day. Um, we hope you continue to smell like popcorn at the yeah. post office or wherever you go for a long time to come. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I don't know if I want to thank you for helping me to smell like popcorn, but I know it's <laughs> <laughs> it's better than other things you can smell like, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be careful when you're around animals because they might get a little excited trying to get a bite. Of <laughs> a little nibble and kneel, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and we wish you the very best. All right, thank you. All right, take That's care. Bye. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Neil Crozier. From Popcorn Junkie, you can find Popcorn Junkie online. Just head to mypopcornjunkie.com. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online as well. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Florida Foodie is available to download wherever you get podcasts. Please take the time to rate and review us there as well. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts at clickorlando.com slash podcast.